before we start, I just want to say a gig is a gig. I'm only here because I plan to buy an ice truck and live out of it and that's going to take money. So here I am narrating this. So welcome to the Tin Pod Radio Halloween special. weeks ago there was a story online about this guy who was working in a mortuary you might have heard something about it it was retweeted shared pinned and talked about in funny and boring ways it quickly multiplied its way across the internet losing facts here gaining interesting fictions there but only a few television networks reported anything about it they were afraid of the content of the story the internet ain't no afraid, and neither are we here at the podcast Dirtbags. The mortuary worker was dressing a recently passed old man, a very wealthy recently passed old man. While doing so, he noticed the body had a... Ton hated hipsters. When he said the word hipster, he said it like he was talking about Nazis or a group of finely tuned serial killers. When he typed online, he typed it hipsters aka Nazis. One of the young women left he overheard to pick up some burgers, leaving her friend to sit down in the apartment building's breezeway and flare up a cigarette. Ton was looking through the peephole, which is where he spent about four hours out of every day, when he witnessed a hairy-like shadow snap into view and grab the young woman. The creature slit her throat. As she stood trying to scream with blood pouring down the front of her clothes, the shadow thing picked up her cigarette and took a few puffs before it quickly tore her head off and started to chew on the skull. This was the story he gave the police when they came inquiring in the neighbourhood about the reported missing woman. The police thought he was high, but the smell of skunk was from the apartment across from him. That story, as well as others, are of the many demonic events that have grown to be a worldwide epidemic over the past few months. The first were seen as strange stories, unsolved mysteries, crazy illogical happenings, but more and more, and everyone has to start to acknowledge that something out of the norm is going on. A Grumman C-2 Greyhound US military cargo plane was going through some bumpy weather. It's a retired military freight aircraft that is now used for unofficial missions. By using a retired aircraft, it gives any mission a certain amount of deniability. The year 2000 passed with little to nothing supernatural or global happening. Besides the same old, same old of political human marauding, 
With the year 2021 approaching, no one was giving it much thought. Not even that many people trying to make a quick book off of people's fears. But now, people are paying attention after the pandemics. Though I don't think the Mayans ever predicated skull slurping. Skull cracking, yes. No slurp slurp though. The things a narrator will say in this economy. Okay, be a professional. Six teams from six nations, the United States, Australia, Great Britain, Egypt, Canada and Japan have been put together and sponsored financially by the Catholic Church. Who else has this sort of throwaway income? Making up the teams are some of the best each nation has to offer, from their most brilliant and from their militaries. The teams are being sent to one of the legendary Six Gates of Hell to find out if this is truly the end times. Two days ago at the Vatican, where all the teams were gathered to share information, another event took place that tried to stop these missions before they'd even set off on their journeys. That attack was stopped by a man from another world, a rather handsome and charming individual. Now he is leading the American team on an air flight to one of the gates of legend. What we find may even surprise him. It probably won't, but let's see. The atmosphere within the military cargo plane was actually pretty relaxed. People were playing phone games, talking about cancelled sports events, and wondering their wonderings. Is playing Animal Crossing on your phone mission prep? No, but neither was being blessed by five different religions before takeoff. I didn't enlist to defend them shutting down Braves games for freaky ass weather. I didn't enlist to be flying on a mission so bumpy that my ass was throbbing, so shut the fuck up! At one end of the plane's cargo hold was a group of ten soldiers, each with their own specialty made up from different branches of the US military. And at the other end, some of the best scientists America had to offer. The might and the intellect were represented. Sitting in the middle of the cargo area, alone, reading a newspaper was the wild card, a strangely dressed man who appeared to be in his mid-thirties. When anyone looked into this man's eyes, they got the feeling they were staring into history, and that made them hate him. This man's strange dress was in description from bottom to top, World War II British Army boots, a silver and neon green pinstripe suit, and sitting beside him was a very old brown winter jacket with winter gloves resting on the top of it. The man's close-cut, dirty blonde, curly hair and pale skin gave him a dead-like appearance when he sat still for any length of time without moving. He is called Serenity. A young soldier sat down beside Serenity. He looked hardly old enough to drink, more or less fire an automatic weapon at something demonic. But he wasn't chosen for this mission because of his deadshot marksmanship. It might not be expected when looking at him, but he's an explosives expert. That was pretty strange at the Vatican. (laughs) Do you think that's going to be the craziest thing we see? Serenity tried to fold up his paper but failed and violently threw it away. He moved his hands through the air as if he was shooing it away as it fell to the floor of the cargo hold. On the planet of singing eyes, I saw the rain falling from the clouds, attacked by a demonic takeover. Fuck. The young soldier's face turned paler than Serenity's. He got up and went back to join his fellow soldiers. His commanding officer gave him a look that said, I told you not to talk to him. He had experience working with Serenity. 
Serenity stood and walked to the back of the plane to join the scientists who were deep into a very detailed conversation about solar radiation levels at sea level. He ignored that conversation and interrupted. A rather crude way to get to our destination, even for this backshafting planet. The leader of the scientists, Dr Post, looked up at Serenity. Your presence is a military decision, but I'm still mission leader, so the choice of transportation was my call. Yes, yes, the captaincy of the tugboat is still yours. You're wasting my time with this press. Dr. Post, you have no idea what you're heading into. And what are we heading into, Mr. Serenity? In all of the infinite realities, there's only one hell. That book you wrote about uh, the uncountable number of realities. It's true. So many Earths, so many fairy tale lands, so many heavens. But only one hell. Do you know why that is? because that place is so perfect in its evil, vile nature, it couldn't even be copied in an unfocused way. In the whole of everything, there is nothing clearer in its undertaking than that of hell. And if it's hungering for your world, you are done. No fight, no battle. Your existence is over. Serenity returned to his seat and mockingly said to himself, It was not as that comic book writer Gaiman described it. The cargo plane is silent, except for the sounds of the plane battling against turbulence for hours straight until the silence was broken as the pilot clicked on an open intercom so everyone could hear an incoming message. Everyone turned around when the intercom stopped. Serenity had flipped an off switch for it. Enough of other people's fear. You'll be facing enough of your own soon. been a two-day foot trek through the heart of Nicaragua to a huge hole in the ground called Masaza. There are three other holes in the ground called Masaza but those are just tourist holes. This is the main hole in the ground called Masaza in Nicaragua. It also has another name, the mouth of hell. 
Dr Post walked fast to catch up with Serenity and the military commander who was leading the group. How dramatic of you, but if this, this is all there is, we've wasted our time. Serenity stops everyone's march, and stopping is something they're all very happy to take part in, having been on the march through forests, mud and poisonous insects for two days without many breaks. The whole, though impressive with its size, smell and smoke, doesn't look that supernatural. Things that don't look too far out of the ordinary can be some of the most dangerous. Serenity walked over to stand by a cross, an old cross stationed by the hole's edge. There is a small part of him that stands in dramatic poses in case someone had a camera. Are we supposed to go down there? He said that after looking down the hole and getting a face full of sulphur and a very sweet taste on his lips. Now, I'm just a narrator, but I think that would be a bad idea. There's a cave a few miles east that will lead us down to its native hole. This is just the lips of the mouth. Time to get near the throat. That doesn't sound much better, mate. Have you been here before? Sure seems like you know a lot about this place. Serenity turned and started leading everyone east. He does really cinematic walkaways, too. There aren't many places I haven't been, Doctor. The trip to the cave took a few hours, and the one through the cave even more. The group entered the cave at night and came out during early daybreak. They're lucky they're not in some old sci-fi movie, because at least one would have fallen to his death and a couple found death because of a cave in behind them. But this wasn't that sort of cave. But this might be that sort of story. Might. As the last of them exited the cave, the sudden shine of light pushed anger and a migraine into Dr. Post's head. I still don't know why my team's even here. This trip is a total waste of time. Total bullshit. People need to put their stupid outdated religions away and deal with the chaos of life. Serenity walked towards Dr. Post, who instinctively backed away from him. This is about to get good. The soldiers are here for fake hope. But you, Doctor, you and your colleagues are just here to spout nonsense about what you think is happening. <laughs> and why are you here then? I am here to let you know whether what we find will just kill us or your whole world. Everyone stopped what they were doing to stare at Serenity. He's a magnet for attention. But maybe we'll find just a closed door and all those outdated religious signs are just part of a planetary hiccup. Was that charming, flippant, or both? He was the type you could hate and like at the same time. Which was also true as Serenity turned from Dr. Post and walked back over to the real mouth of the hole. Oh, stinks even worse the closer you get. Last time I was there, I couldn't smell anything for years. Oh, and if anyone was wondering what that sweet smell and taste was, it's burning flesh. Everyone looked at each other in agreement that they didn't need to know that. I didn't need to know that. Did I really need to say that? I know you probably didn't want to hear it. What? It is hell. You know, all burning forever with regenerating flesh for fresh pain. What did you expect? Aliens. Serenity actually gave them a real and not performative smile before pulling from his jacket pocket a large coin. What's that? 
a piece of Roman silver. I once had 29 more, but I lost them in a bet with a red-headed woman. And what are you going to do? Toss it in and make a wish? Yes. Serenity flipped the coin into the air, and for a second it looked as if it stopped in midair for a moment, and then started to fall down, tumbling side over side into the ground opening. What now? We await Sharon? No, but good for you for your known knowledge. The coin is like testing whether a standing pool is water or jet fuel. If the doors open, it's jet fuel. On the nose? Give this one a promotion! There was silence, except for a sudden kick up of wind for a good 20 minutes. The hairs on everyone's necks and arms were paying attention. Animals, insects, and then a loud trumpet sounded from above the clouds, and half of the group dropped dead, leaving three soldiers, two scientists, and Serenity to remain standing. Dr. Post dropped to his knees in tears. It was a feeling that was attacking all of them. Do you feel that? Okay, this is creeping me out. What happened? And what was the fucking question? (laughs) Is anyone home? The propaganda of Christians have portrayed vampires as an unrelenting evil. The bills a poor man pays are the bills that kill. A supernatural force can give a hillbilly a new body and the ability to travel through space and time. I'm still a hillbilly. My family liked to say they don't know how I turned out so different to them. It was self-defense. No more creepy children. I'm crossed off that box. Don't need any more. Thank you for joining us for the Tin Pod Radio Halloween Special Hell. Have a fun and safe Halloween, everyone. Americans say we make weird stuff. Sex with the dead and skull crunching. This is why we need to gather all together. Every step is dangerous. Can I escape? What will it take? For ebooks, webcomics, short films, and more. Head over to teenuniverse.blogspot.com.